Recently, I've been incredibly fascinated by the way our lives work. How did we get here? How did our church get here? How did our country get here? How did I personally arrive and become the person that I am today? Recently, David Brooks, a columnist for the New York Times and the Atlantic, he wrote an article in the Atlantic titled, How America Got Mean. In it, he outlines the downward spiral of our cultural moment, how we devolved into a people who worship any and everything other than the God humans were created to serve. And when we serve those gods, we eventually serve self. And when we serve self, well, oftentimes it makes us mean. Yet the church continues to shine, not each church individually, though many do, but collectively, churches throughout time and across the globe, the bride of Christ reminds a hurting world that there is another way. There is a better path. In the years leading up to the Jewish exile, 600 years before the birth of Christ, the prophet Jeremiah repeatedly, for over 40 years, preached the gospel of a different way. The people of God had fallen into idolatry, and the Lord was finally preparing to bring about the end of the good old days in Jerusalem. Eventually, the people would be slaves again, and Solomon's temple would be torn down. Time and time again, he calls anyone who will listen to remember the way of God. Thus says the Lord, Jeremiah preaches, Stand by the roads and look. And ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. Is there a better way? Can we actually find rest for our souls? Do we have what it takes to walk this ancient path? Yes, wonderfully, his name is Jesus. By the goodness of the Father who sent his Son and the Son who laid down his life for those who would believe, and through the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, the people of God in this generation have all that they need to live a better life, to walk in the good way. But this way is not new. It's ancient, it's tried, and it's true. And we as faithful Christians join a long line of millions of saints who have been received into glory. Jesus told his followers that he is the way, he is the truth. And he is the life. So what does that look like for us during our day? How have we made this good way burdensome or dutiful or in some cases made it vague and almost unknowable? For the next few months, I'd like to invite the listeners of the Grace Auburn Church podcast to a series of roundtable discussions on where we've gone wrong in our understanding of following Jesus and how we too can stand at the crossroads of this life and the one to come, ask for the ancient paths, the good way, where it is, and walk in it. And the fruit, wonderfully, the fruit would be rest for our souls. While these conversations are not exhaustive, we believe these habits of grace, these habits of the household, and habits in and around authentic gospel community are truly the ancient practices that lead to deep spiritual formation. When Paul writes to the Romans to be transformed by the renewing of your minds, he assumes that the church in so many ways has already been conformed to the pattern of its world. After all, to instruct the church in this way, commanding them not to be conformed and to be transformed in Christ, assumes that all believers have already in some way been shaped by the world around us. We need only to look at our own daily habits to know that this is true. 
We've been shaped by the world we live in, largely to the joy of our flesh, and we are deeply in need of counterformation. And so the outline of these conversations over the next few months will be this. We will spend time around tables talking about disciplines or practices or habits of grace, how we are shaped by the Spirit of God in the quiet places, uh, the beginning of our day with the Word of God and a cup of coffee, how reading it on a regular, consistent basis shapes us, how studying it, getting deep into the words and the nuances that the original writers were writing to their original audiences, and how we then translate that into our own lives, how we take original meaning and cross the bridge into our own cultural moment. What does it look like after we study it to then meditate on that word, to sit and be warmed by the fire of the Holy Spirit in and around the word revealed to the people of God, and what happens inside of us when we memorize this very word of God? Other habits of grace will include uh, what does our life look like when it is a life of prayer? What role does fasting play in our lives? What role does journaling or even praying the very Word of God through the Psalms back to the Lord do inside of us as we make known our requests with thanksgiving? How in our busy day do silence and solitude shape us? into the image of Christ? And what role does Sabbath play on a weekly basis as we orient our life around worship and the Word? Then how do we engage the world around us? What does it look like to share the gospel, to be evangelistic at heart as we think about sharing the good news of Jesus Christ? How do we serve our neighbors? How do we serve the city, the campus, and the nations that the Lord has placed us among? And what does it look like to care for the marginalized, the widows and the orphans that James commands the early church? From there, we'll move on from disciplines that we do in our own lives, things, personal decisions that we make to engage the Spirit in this way, uh, and look just at everyday moments. What does it look like when we wake in the morning and have our ritual of morning coffee? What does it look like uh, to make breakfast in our home with our wife or husband or children or with our roommates? Uh, What does it look like to dedicate our lives to the Lord in the car on the way to school or on the way to work? How do we do all that we do throughout the day at work or school to the glory of God? How do we return home from a full day where we are no doubt exhausted and have been poured out in so many ways as a drink offering? How do we come home in a way that is gracious and kind? How do we, as we share a meal together in our homes at the end of the day, recap the goodness and the faithfulness of God and all of the pain and the hurt and the opposition that we may have faced along the way? And then at the end of the day, how do we give the Father the last word on our day, truly surrendering all that has happened in a day to Him. These everyday moments, these habits of the household, how we are formed in our homes, uh, will be uh, multiple episodes, multiple conversations that we will have along the way as well. And then if we go from habits of grace and then habits of the household, then we will look at at a larger scale. What does it look like to be shaped by one another in authentic gospel community? Uh, These conversations around tables will be with community group leaders, Bible study leaders, uh, possibly elders, other leaders of our church, asking what happens when we actually gather together on a regular basis in worship. 
How does the liturgy of how we sing to God, pray to God, pray for unreached people groups, hear the Word of God preached, sing the words of God back to Him, receive communion and pray the Lord's Prayer and be blessed by the Word of God as we go, how does that actually shape us? How does it actually form the way we go throughout our week? And then other gatherings like community groups and Bible studies, how do those versions of authentic gospel community shape us even further? Again, bearing with one another, loving one another, serving one another, all of the one another's throughout Scripture finding their context in these gatherings. But then there's also all of the informal moments throughout our day where a lunch with a person or a coffee or running into someone in the grocery store leads to deep, deep gospel conversations where we find ourselves being shaped in less formal ways than perhaps gathering around the Word of God to study it. And then, lastly, we'll look in terms of our authentic gospel community, why we've chosen to be intergenerational on purpose, why we believe young adults and older adults should gather together, and how when we gather in community with people don't look, that don't look like us, God does something incredibly unique and shaping in our hearts, our minds, and in our souls. All of these conversations, these habits of grace, these habits of the household, and how we are shaped by one another in authentic gospel community, I think are going to lead to a whole host of great conversations. Uh, Most of them will be unscripted. Most of it will be uh, very real and raw and pertinent to those who are sitting around these tables um, and the way the Lord is shaping them in real time. And so our hope and prayer as a church as we continue on this journey of the Grace Auburn Church podcast is that these very real conversations would be Um, fuel to the fire, so to speak, of what the Holy Spirit is already doing in you. And as you consider all that He would have before you, as you consider the way of Jesus, as you consider what it would be like to be shaped, to be transformed, to be made into the image of Christ, would you, member of Grace Auburn Church, a friend of Grace Auburn Church that finds themselves listening to this podcast, would you be so encouraged to know that you're not alone? that the Spirit of God in you and the people of God around you and the Word of God revealed to you that those would be all that you need, all that you need because of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you would have all that you need for life and godliness. So as we begin this journey together, I pray that you would consider the good way. I pray that you would ask for the ancient paths, and we ask that you would join us in taking up these ancient practices, things that are not complicated, that are not difficult, and yet require very real decision-making on our part on a daily basis. And would you do all that you do to the glory of God? And at the end of the day, would you turn around and realize, oh man, I have found such rest for my soul. of the Grace Auburn Church family. Thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church.